Welcome to the Wednesday Agony Aunt episode of It's Not You, It's Them, but it might be you with me, la la la, let me explain. And this is the episode where I step into my Agony Aunt role to answer questions for you as the nation's favourite and pretty much only qualified Agony Aunt. Hi Lala. I'm actually the guy on Hinge, and he immediately said how he hates small talk and would prefer to get to know me over a drink, which is fair. I personally prefer to spend a bit more time messaging, but I've had a really shitty time with dating recently, so I thought, why not? So we exchanged numbers, and within a minute, he had tried to video call me three times in a row. I'm not going to lie, it really freaked me out, and I appreciate not everyone is a texter. But it made me wonder, what's the difference between too much too soon and genuine keenness? I think it's also important to mention that I got cheated on by a love-bombing narcissist last year, so maybe I'm being hyper-aware. This is such a good question. People often ask this question about, like, how can you tell the difference between love-bombing and somebody who's just really into you? Love-bombing is, of course, a domestic abuse tactic. It's a behaviour that involves being very, very intense, hooking someone in with real, what feels like genuine soulmate, big love, whirlwind, romance, intensity. And then what defines it as love bombing is that it doesn't stay like that. It's that they love bomb you into submission. And then when you're hooked, they change their behavior. So they might start uh, telling you, you can't go out, making a fuss about you going out. They might start acting moody and be weird or give you the silent treatment and blame you for doing something, you know, maybe something you posted on Instagram upset them and then they go silent and then you feel like you have to put in loads of effort to make them be that loving, wonderful person at the beginning. They never were that person in the first place. It was all a way to get you to break down your barriers so that you're really into them. And then when their true colours come out you are hooked and it's much less likely that you're going to run and leave so it is really important for us to be thinking about that if we meet people in the early stages and they are very keen we do have to have our radar on alert for possible love bombing it is a thing so I think one really good way with something like this is to trust your gut and I think you can feel it I have had times when people have been just too much, too soon, way too like, way too quickly with the messages, wanting messaging all the time, constantly sending question marks if I haven't replied within like 10 minutes or whatever, you know, you can just feel it. But I do think that three video calls in is too much by anyone's standards. Three video calls in a minute is is like, it's ridiculous. So if you felt that that was suffocating and it didn't feel right, it probably was. You know, genuine keenness can is, is can sometimes, if we are anxiously attached and things like that, can feel overwhelming and suffocating. But genuine keenness wouldn't necessarily be like an overwhelming amount of calls. You know, you can be genuinely keen while still being a normal person. But I, I think another good way to think about genuine keenness and love bombing is to think about, you know, genuine keenness doesn't often come with promises of the future in the very early days, you know. If you're on a first date and somebody's saying, yeah, like, you know, I can see us getting married or whatever, that's that's not genuine keenness. That's more likely to be love bombing. 
love bombing is often like future plans and very much like your mind. You know that like your mind, we're together. You're my soulmate. Your body's mine. Your pussy's mine. All of that kind of stuff. That is too much too soon. So yeah, trust your gut. And if you don't trust your gut and it does turn out to be love bombing in the end, it does turn out to be a situation that shifts on its head and is not what you thought it was at the beginning, then the best thing we can do is run as soon as it becomes apparent, which is very difficult to do. And if it does become apparent that you have been love bombed and there is control starting to come in, then you do need to get professional help. Contact Women's Aid or Refuge National Domestic Violence Helpline on 0808 and get some support because love bombing is dangerous. I was seeing a guy for the last month. I felt like we had that elusive spark that's so hard to find, and we seemed to have a really good connection. We'd message every day, and our days were going really well. He was really affectionate with me, and I feel like you can't fake that with someone you don't have feelings for. We had said we were exclusive on the last date and we were making future date plans. Since the last date a few days ago, he was messaging less and less and leaving me on round. When he finally replied, I told him he was rubbish. A bit tongue-in-cheek, but some truth in it, seeing as it had taken him 24 hours to respond. I had messaged about our next date, and when he finally messaged back, he said he doesn't want to continue things as he doesn't like the way I'd spoken to him recently. I was so shocked as things had been going so well. I asked him to meet in person to talk over things and he agreed, but then left me on red and wouldn't answer me about when to meet. I'd been racking my brains and going over things I'd said on our last day. He's quite into geeky things, which I'm not, but I found them endearing. I would jokingly tease him about these things, but that was because I felt we were at a stage we could be like that together. He took the piss out of a couple of things I did. He's also Spanish, so I'm wondering if the way I've said things has been lost in translation. The British humour is dry and sarcastic, so maybe he took it as me just being rude? My dilemma is that I feel this is all a misunderstanding and it's crazy to throw the connection we have away over something so small that can easily be resolved if we just talk through it. He's not answering my messages or phone calls and has made it clear he's done with it now, but I'm finding it hard to accept that. I'm even considering turning up at his so we can talk. But my rational side is telling me not to because that is a psycho move. Do I just accept it's over or should I try and resolve things? I haven't had a connection with someone like this for so long. All right, firstly, do not turn up at his. You are absolutely right. That would be a psycho move. That would not help you at all. It's a really difficult one because I can actually see how this could happen, you know, especially with the lost in translation thing. You know, saying to somebody, oh, you're rubbish. You know, as a British person, you might be like, oh, you know, we, we, we get the kind of intent behind that. I don't know, maybe Spanish people who are listening can let me know whether the direct translation of like your rubbish actually would make him think that you're sort of saying you are like a piece of trash that belongs in the actual bin like would maybe he's taken it like that and also I think it's really good that you kind of reflected on that banter that piss takey thing I think that I, I'm somebody also who has that kind of dry sarcastic humor and actually I have reflected on dates before or or, or men that I've been with before where I, I have been somebody who's sort of like a bit piss takey, you know, and I think sometimes we do that with men. That is the kind of humour, you know, and men do that to each other as well. 
you know, taking the piss out of how they look or the things that they're into or whatever, the kind of music that they like or the way that they've said something. And actually, sometimes I have looked back and I've reflected and I've thought like, if somebody was kind of ribbing at me like that, maybe I would take that as negging. Maybe I wouldn't see the humour in it. Maybe I would feel, because of how I feel about that person, that their constant piss-taking, even though I know it's piss-taking, does come across as different to how it does if it's a friend because you know the kind of intent from a friend. Whereas actually with somebody who you're interested in, their validation and the way that they feel about your interests and stuff does mean something. And 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 yeah, so I, th- I think there is something in that. And I think that actually we do have to be careful sometimes. But also if you want to have good, genuine connections with men, then actually you do have to know how to go about dates, not trying to hurt their fucking feelings. So, you know, we do have to think about these things. So so I can see how this could go wrong with the Lost in Translation, with the potential clashes in, in Sense of Humour. But it sounds like this guy has made up his mind. And it sounds like at the moment with you trying to call and message to try to say, look, let's we can repair this. I didn't mean it like that. Let's like start this again. I actually think that that's going to be doing you no favours whatsoever. I think it's going to be making the situation worse, might potentially make him feel a bit suffocated, a bit like, oh my God, I need my space from this woman. She's driving me mad now. She's not accepting that I just need this gap. And it's shit because you got to the point of exclusivity. You've had this amazing connection. You really want this to happen. And I can really understand why you've got so much emotionally invested in trying to get this back on track. But I think that the best thing that you could do at the moment is pull back completely but you know if he does come back and you still happen to be single then that's great but I think that you trying to pursue it and make it better is going to make it much less likely that he'll ever come back at some point in the future I think you'll end up killing it with trying to give constant explanations and you just have to suck it up and it's shit and I am so so sorry that you're having to go through this because it is so hard when you find somebody with a good connection but it always makes me feel better to remember I truly do believe that when it's meant to be, it will be. Hi guys, it's me and I'm here to tell you about another Sony Music Entertainment podcast. Now I know you all like to have a deeper look and get under the skin of a subject, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to me deconstructing hot topics and getting into the nitty gritty with all your dating dilemmas. So I think you're going to love getting curious with the fabulous Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. Every week, they deep dive into conversations with a variety of experts on some really, really important and eye or ear opening topics like the history of abortion and the science of sleep. Get excited, get curious and listen to Getting Curious wherever you get your podcasts. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? (laughs) Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed with mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Hi, Lala. I've been with my partner nine years. We split in December because he said he realized he just wasn't happy. But we'd been talking and rekindling over the year in what felt like a relationship without the label. 
He was saying there was no one else. He just needed some space to find out what he wants in life. We own a home together, but he's in the forces. So I've only seen him in person four times this year. He came home last week and it was like we were back together. But I just had this weird niggling doubt. He left his laptop open, so I jumped on. It was filled with porn and his social media accounts were filled with girls. Some of which we knew sending him explicit videos as far back as four years ago. I couldn't see if anything was reciprocated, but I assumed so from our conversations. He said it was all virtual. It had never happened in person, apart from this one girl this year who he's been having a secret double life with at work. I still love him. He says he'll change. What do I do? Girl, what would he do? If he'd only seen you four times in the last year and he found out that you had been sending naked videos and porn videos of yourself to men that you both know and that you were also having an in-person year-long sexual affair with someone you work with, would he be writing in to a dating podcast to try to get advice on how he could keep you because he loves you so much? Or do you think he'd be like, oh my God, you fucking bitch, get out of my life. I can't believe what you've done. Is this a relationship that you think is so strong in all other contexts that it really would be worth both of you fighting to keep this together despite how badly he has betrayed your trust? I mean, first of all, I'm sitting here thinking, what is it? What is even? Well, you've seen him four times in eight months. What is this relationship even giving to you? And actually, now that you've found all of this stuff, what is the relationship going to be like? Because you're only seeing him every now and then. Are you going to be able to just be totally secure in the fact that this has all ended? He shut down the laptop. There's no more exchanges of these things going on. Are you going to feel secure? I just don't understand how you can carry on in a relationship where you're seeing each other so infrequently and where there is no trust. And I wonder what what you could do and how he could change or how he could show you that he's going to change. Because where does this come from? I think what you would need to think about is what is at the root of this. Obviously, for him, it's going to be the answer I would imagine would be he's away. You know, he misses you so much and he's so lonely and he's suffering and, you know, and... He's a sex addict and I'm a porn addict. You're going to get all the usual excuses and, and and they may well be truth. But I think to be able to change anything, you really need to get to the root of all of this and you need full truth from him. And I think the best way to explore that truth would be in couples counselling. But he'd have to be absolutely committed to this and committed to making sure that you understand what the hell happened here and how he's going to prevent that from ever happening again. I can kind of assume that whatever he's admitting to at the moment is only the tip of the iceberg. I would think that there's probably been more. And I would say that he and you both really need to get tested for sexually transmitted infections. Some of them can lay dormant and silent inside you. So you may have had infections for a long time and not know. I definitely think that you need to get tested. But could you ever trust him again? I mean, could you? Uh, It feels like a lot has happened. You know, you've been together for this nine years and I understand the motivation to try to stay together because you own a home together. There's a lot of complexity about leaving, but it just feels like there is 
I mean, what, what, you know, it's the, it's the four times a year. If he was here all the time and you were having a wonderful relationship, but there was this cheating, I'd say that you've got something to really fight for. But for me, and I'm, I'm the, you know, there's probably a lot of army people who are, who are going to, you know, army wives who might write to me and sort of say like, well, actually, you know, the four times a year is balanced out by all of this other stuff. But maybe those are army wives who are with people who are actually treating them well. This man has betrayed the boundaries of your relationship. And especially as you're only just getting back together now and he's still having a secret double life with somebody else doesn't give me too much hope. But the only way to get through this and the only way to ever trust him again would be to have couples counselling to really see him change. I'd like to see him having individual therapy. If he blames it on porn addiction or sex addiction, I'd like to see him go to SLA, Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous, you can go to the SLA website, which is www.slaa.org.uk. But it sounds to me like you would have a much better life if you were single and able to pursue a relationship where you actually had somebody with you, or, or, or at least if he wasn't with you, another man in the army, somebody who was totally devoted to you and not trying to send his dick all over the internet, especially to women that you both know. Like the disrespect of that, sending exchanging news of people you both know is fucking grim, disrespectful, horrible. I don't like it. I don't particularly think this sounds like it's worth saving. Only you will know if it is. And if it is, he's the one who has to do a lot of work to be able to rebuild this. Okay, that has been another Wednesday. If you have got a problem, dilemma that you need to send in, we don't care how outrageous they are. We don't care how weird you might think they are. You can send them in. This is a judgment-free zone. Send them to me at ask la 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 let me explain. That is a different Instagram to my main, which is just la 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 let me explain. Send it in there. And if I'm going to choose your topic, I will DM you to let you know and I will always keep you anonymous. And you can send it as a voice note if you are happy for your voice to be heard on the podcast. I will be back on Friday for more of my Insta coming alive in your ears. And that's it. Yeah, that's it for the Wednesday. We're, we're gone now. It's so, it's so hard to end these, you know. Sometimes I just want to keep saying bye to you. Like, I feel like I'm going to miss you, but I'm going to be back very soon. La, 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 let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production. 